last time when we were together, we were talking about how that we can see an increase in the manifestations of the Holy Spirit in our church. And some of the things we talked about was it's very important for us to pray, for it is the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man that availeth much, even makes tremendous power available. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight is the power of God and having trust in, confidence, and faith in the power of God. So prayer accommodates the power of God. When you come into community like we are here tonight, when you come into agreement with the spirit of prayer, you can expect the God of glory and the God of power to show up every time. And then we also found out that it's of utmost importance that our spirit man be uh, very, very conscientious when we're operating in the spirit of the love of God. The love of God is the more excellent way. The love of God is God's way and the love of God is our way. Amen? And then there's this ingredient of hunger. You just cannot beat hunger when it comes to a group of believers who are hungry for more of God, that are in pursuit of God, and that are chasing Him with all of their might. You know, Jesus said this, Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, and they shall be filled. We could say it this way, Blessed to be envied and happy above all people is a congregation that hungers and thirsts for a move of God, that hungers and thirsts, praise God, for all that He has. For we shall be filled. Glory to God. We shall be filled. And then worship. Wow, how important is worship? Worship, worship and praise. You praise until the presence comes. And when the presence comes, then the glory comes and fills every temple of the house and fills the very temple where we are. Amen. Worship is vitally important. And then also, who we hang around with, our associations, our environment, and who are we influenced by. We must make sure that we're around people of like precious faith. That does not mean we don't love everybody. That does not mean that we uh, segregate ourselves from other parts of the body of Christ. But there is great value in being in your own company. Yeah. There is great value in being, if you will, on the same page in faith. Being on the same page when it comes to miracles, when it comes to the God kind and the God quality of faith. Amen? And so what we want to do is make sure that we associate with those who have gone before us and those that are still with us because it is true that through faith and patience we are going to inherit something. We are going to inherit the promises. Yeah. Have we got any folks interested in inheriting the full load, the full promises of God? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So let's talk a little while tonight about the power of God. Let's begin by just looking at some scriptures on God's power. For example, 1 Chronicles chapter 29 and verse 11. 
First Chronicles 29 and verse 11. It says, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in the earth is yours. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Ooh, I'm glad he's the head of the church. I'm so glad the government is upon his shoulder. There's a greater authority in the land than a Republican or a Democrat. That's the greater one. Glory to God. It's the head of the church. And so we must look unto him and pray that his will will be done on earth as in heaven. Amen. And then Jeremiah, the 32nd chapter. Notice this verse in verse 17. He says, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heaven and the earth, and by thy great power and your stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Nothing is too difficult for thee. We've sang that song for years. Ah, Lord God, you have made the heavens. Praise God. And so I'm looking at trophies tonight of Christ's victory. As I look at the congregation and as I see beyond the camera, I see people that are trophies of Christ's victory. People that have faced difficult situations. People that have been in hard places, in tight places. But all Lord God, nothing is too difficult for thee. Glory to God. Now, Jesus never said that in this world we never have any trouble. Rather, he said, in the world you shall face tribulation. But then he says, but wait a minute. Be a good cheer. Be a good cheer. I've overcome the world. And no matter where you're at tonight, I've got you. You're the apple of my eye. My hand is upon you. And I'm working in you both to will and to do of my good pleasure. Hallelujah. That just does me good. I fellowshiped with a man of God last week that is a trophy of Christ's victory. He pastors down in Southern California. His name is Bayless Conley, and he'll probably be here sometime in October. But Bayless is a spearfisher, and he was out near the Catalina Island, and he was doing some spearfishing. And it got to be about twilight. And as they were coming back to you know, land, they went aground, which means their boat hit some sand and it literally just jerked everything and the steering wheel went through his neck, right through his neck. And he would have been dead, but God. Just so happened that the Coast Guard was doing drills at the time of the accident and they saw Bayless and they picked him and Jeff up and brought them to the hospital. And over the course of six to seven months, his vocal cord had died. He couldn't speak for months. He couldn't drink any liquids. They had to feed him by a tube. And yet, Jesus was working in him. Jesus was working on him. A few months later, his vocal cord came alive. He told me, he said, Mark, he said, I had to learn to talk all over again. 
I had to learn to eat all over again. But you know, you can't keep a God man and you can't keep a good man down. Even though he was down for the nine count, God raised him up. Hallelujah. And this man of God is a trophy of Christ's victory. You would think after a tragedy like that, you just go to the house and just rest for the rest of your life. But what did he do? Headed out to Australia. Headed out to New Zealand. Headed out to Germany. And he told me that in Germany, over the course of several years, that over 15,000 people have been saved under their ministry. And he says, you would think Africa, that's nothing compared to Africa, but Germany? I'm telling you, that's a miracle. And so I think that's a good testament, and that's a good testimony for us. Even though sometimes we get down, we don't stay down. We get up with our dukes up, and we fight the good fight of faith, because nothing is too difficult for him. And so what we must do then in those settings and in everyday life, we must exercise faith in the very power of God. For there is no power shortage in heaven. And there is no power shortage on earth. For our God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. Even in this room tonight, the power of God is charged in the very atmosphere. And all it is waiting for is someone to mix faith with the power of God and activate it and we can see good things happen. Amen. The psalmist David, he had a revelation of his greatness and of his mighty power. Look at Psalms 59 and verse 16, and we're going to look at it in the Amplified Version. He said, But I will sing of your mighty strength and power. That's a good thing to do, isn't it? I will sing of your mighty strength and power. Yes, I will sing aloud of your mercy and your loving kindness in the morning. For you have been to me a defense and a fortress and a high tower and a refuge in the day of my distress. David was so aware of the might of God and of the power of God, he wrote songs about it. And there's such an unction and such an anointing on those psalms that we're still singing them today. We're still uh, reciting them today. For he that dwells in the secret place. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my light and my deliverance. Of whom shall I fear? Amen. Praise God. And so as we look over at scriptures in the New Testament, you could look at Luke chapter 5 and verse 17, for example. Say with me, the power of the Lord is present in this place tonight. Hallelujah. For the power of the Lord is present in this place. 
The power of the Lord in manifestation that is present is not only present to heal, but is present to forgive. It's present to restore. It's present to lift. For I am not limited in what I can do with my power, saith the Lord. So trust me and believe me and whatever you need tonight, have faith in my power and be restored, be healed, be forgiven and be lifted by the glorious power of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke 5, 17, it says, And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching. <laughs> I talked to a good friend of mine. He's one of our board members, Tony Cook, this evening. And he said, I've been asked to do a six-hour course on the teacher. And I said, wow, that's a lot. And so we started talking about Apollos and how Apollos was a teacher and Apollos watered. Paul planted, Apollos watered. But how many of you know God gives the increase? But Jesus, you know, when you think about it, he spent a lot of time not only preaching and healing, but he spent a lot of time teaching. Teaching is of utmost importance because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So Jesus was teaching. And there were Pharisees and doctors of the law. They were just sitting there. I'm not going to say that. I almost said kind of like some church people, but not you. Doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Whatever is needed, power is available. Say that to me. Whatever is needed, power is always available and the good news is he has entrusted us with his power he has placed his power on the inside of us when we receive the infilling or the baptism of the holy spirit he said but you shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you and then you will take this power that you have received and you shall be a witness everywhere you go. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? You witnesses? Everywhere we go. We're witnesses. We're light, man. We're salt. We've got the answer. Hallelujah. We don't want to hide this answer under a bush. We want to let our light shine. Jesus said this. Look, I've given you power. I've given you authority to tread, to walk on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And incidentally, nothing shall by any means, nothing's going to hurt you. Because as you're treading on serpents and scorpions, serpents and scorpions are not treading on you. In other words, they are under your feet if you will take that authority and if you will take that power and just walk it out. And one way that we walk it out is we stomp on what's trying to harass us. Amen? We throw down, we cast down imaginations and we bring every thought to what? The obedience of the anointed one. 
Hallelujah. Say with me, we're learning and we're, we're, we're receiving faith in the power of God. Now, that was just an introduction. I'm not going to preach all night, of course, but I do want to get into some things about the Apostle Paul and what he said and how he valued this power and how he esteemed it very, very highly. And he understood that this power was not of him, but it was of God. Now, notice with me over in 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, and we'll begin in verse 2. 1 Corinthians, yeah, 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 2, and actually verse 1, excuse me. Are you still here? You haven't gone home yet? Okay, good. Verse 1, And I, brethren, when I came to you, I didn't come with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God or declaring unto you the witness of God. Now, how many of you know the Apostle Paul was educated? And it's good to be educated. It's wonderful to be educated. But here's the key. Paul, even though he was extremely educated, he was not depending on that. He was not depending on that. Now, notice in verse 2. He said, for I determined, he was determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Paul is saying, I have him on my mind. He had the same determination not to know anything among them except Jesus Christ and him crucified that he did when he said, my determined purpose is that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And we've been learning how that the Apostle Paul was in pursuit of God. He was deeply acquainted with him. And as a result, resurrection power was everywhere he went. Hallelujah. Now, in verse 3, he says, And I was with you in weakness and in fear, and I was with you in much trembling. How many of you know that in the flesh we're not enough? Understand this, that where Paul was, Corinth was one of the most ungodly areas of the world known at that time. It was infested with idol worship. It was infested with demonic power. And verse 4, Paul said this in my speech. How many of you know your speech is important? The more you pray in the Holy Spirit and build yourself up, the more anointed your speech will be. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You so colobaste, you'll be able to say things that you never planned on saying. But it shall come directly from me, saith the Lord. 
and the power of the Lord shall be upon it, and the anointing shall go forth and encourage and destroy yokes and remove burdens. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's raise our hands and thank him. Kote eleka sukonde, o brakashe neto, menge disokomne nanya non da dishtekolo. May our speech, Lord, be pleasing unto you. And may there be no corrupt communication ever come out of our mouth. But only that which is good for the edifying of others, for the building up and for the blessing of other people. Amen. And my speech. How about your speech? Hallelujah. It's not good to say everything you think. I've done that before. And it's been out there. And I, oh, come back, come back. But you and I, we have the mind of Christ. And so we can make an invitation for Him to think through our mind and to speak through our lips as vessels of clay, as vessels of honor, meet for the Master's use. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice this again in verse 4. And my speech and my preaching, it was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. Teacher, teacher, tickle my ear. Tell me what I want to hear. His accommodation was not to the crowd he was preaching to. His commitment was to deliver what God had given him. He was not interested in telling them what they wanted to hear. He was more interested in flowing in the Spirit and delivering what they needed to hear. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but here it is, read it with me, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Oh, but someone would say, that was the great Apostle Paul. I could never do that. Don't talk yourself out of this. But get in, jump in with both feet and declare my speech. And what I say demonstrates the Holy Ghost. Ha, ha, ha. It demonstrates the Holy Ghost. It demonstrates the very power of God. Hallelujah. Mm. Your words and my words, filled with faith, and filled with power, set the captives free. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit of... Hallelujah. Jesus will turn you into another man. The Holy Ghost will turn you into another woman. Hallelujah. You'll say things that are just right. You'll say things 
that are in season to a weary soul. And so so let your speech always be seasoned with grace. And may it minister love and minister life. And so shall the power of God be automatic. It'll flow out of us like rivers of living water. Amen? Say that me. He shall flow out of me like rivers of living water. Oh, I like this. That your faith, that your faith, verse 5. In other words, Paul is saying, I'm counting on him. I'm counting on him to show up and I'm counting on him to demonstrate the very power of God. Verse 5. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of God, but in the power of God. Paul was not interested with them leaving his meeting impressed with how smart he was. That was not Paul's desire. That was not Paul's purpose. I got this in my spirit. Um, I don't know if it was yesterday, but it came up today. And uh, I think it's important to deliver this and to say it. We must not be over-impressed with man. We must not be over-impressed with man and under-impressed with Jesus. Thank God for men and for women that are anointed of God. Thank God for the gift. But I think in Charismaticville, there is too much prominence given on the gift and not the gift giver. Selah. Now let's go over to 2 Timothy, the third chapter in the fifth verse. 2 Timothy, the third chapter, and the fifth verse. Paul warns about us having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. What does he tell us to do about that? From such, turn away. You know, in a lot of churches, everything is just all good, just so you can get out by noon. <laughs> everything is good until people start falling under the power. Well, we've never seen it like that in this church. We've never had that happen here. Well, thank God. The power of the Lord in manifestation. Praise God. So how many of you know we just don't want to be heady and intellectual, but we want to be 
hungry to taste of the powers of the world that are to come. Woo, glory. Oh, taste. Oh, taste. Oh, taste of the power of the world to come. <laughs> Glory to God. You ready to go a little bit further tonight? All right. Let's go over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 5. 1 Thessalonians 1, 5. Here's what Paul said. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost. Let's read that verse together. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, also in power and in the Holy Ghost. Woo, glory to God. Notice here the gospel. Everyone say the gospel. So the gospel did not come to you in word only, but it also came in power. And then as you look at Romans, the first chapter and the 16th verse, notice what it says there. He said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For what is it? It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So the Apostle Paul is saying, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. The word gospel means good news. And what he's saying is this, that the power of God is in the word of God. Say this with me. The gospel is good news. It is the power of God unto salvation which means deliverance preservation healing and soundness I'm telling you my brothers and sisters and you already know it God's word is alive I can remember what Frederick Casey Price said God's word is alive but for it to be functional it must be alive in us for the word of God is is quick the word of god is alive and filled with power amen amen glory to god glory to god let's praise him for a minute stand up on your feet and praise him for a minute glory to god go ahead and pray in the holy ghost a, a little bit makelite semotaya Oh, Rabasi Kete Mande, Glonde Elekeste, Lende Okola Mandiste, Aprocosite Alama Tokoridistea. Oh, we thank you. We thank you for this gospel. We thank you for this gospel. This gospel. Oh, Mrekiste Mande, moving swiftly, moving swiftly, moving quickly throughout the land, moving quickly into foreign fields. Oh, the gospel. Oh, for people must hear. People must hear the good news. The good news of deliverance. The good news of 
of healing, the good news of freedom. Mm. Oh, Bakise Matia. I got this in my heart uh, earlier today, and I got this word open, open, open. I was visiting with Bayless a week ago, and he says he's had to cancel two trips to Australia and one trip to New Zealand. On Friday night, I'm going to be holding a prayer meeting with several Filipino pastors in the Philippines by Zoom. And uh, they're locked down. They're locked down. And there are people that want to go there to minister to them. Amen? And so what I have in my spirit now is for us to exercise faith in the power of God for openings. 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 Praise God. Oh, come in Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you right now. Oh, we know that your plan is big. We know that your plan is great. We know what you desire to do all around the globe, all around Europe. Oh, we pray for Europe right now. We pray que se la mande. We pray for an opening, an opening in England, an opening in Italy, an opening in Spain. We pray for an opening in France. Oh, my, my mandi se comandia. All that which hinders, all that which is delayed. We come a sorre que se la bronde. We que se le broto. Oh, we declare openings all over the globe. We're asking you, sir, for great outpourings of power, great outpouring of rain in the continent of Europe, Lord. Oh, my. Oh, Oh, thank you, Father, for a mighty move, a mighty move, a mighty move, a mighty move. Oh, my, men and women of God, men and women of God, oh, the ambassadors, openings, openings for your ambassadors, openings for Christopher Alam, openings, openings for Mark and Janet, openings, openings for Brett and Nell. Openings for Raul and Dell. Openings in the Philippines. Openings in Asia. Open, 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 open. Oh, Rabashek Helamasea. Oh, oh, Nindela Batia. An opening, an opening, an opening, an opening, an opening. Oh, for your men, for your women of God. You'll not stop. You'll not be able to stop. You'll not be able to shut down. Oh, the plan, the plan, the plan of God. Mm. Oh, my. Just pray with me just a little longer about the openings. Aha, Samatia. Oh, ma kile te shelamole. E kelebo saliando. E kaliando, akaliando, akaliando. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you for that opening. Open doors. Open doors. Open borders, open doors, open doors, open, open in Australia, open in New Zealand, open, open, 
thank you for a great stirring. A great stirring, Lord, all over the globe. A great stirring. A great stirring in Asia. A great stirring in Africa. A great stirring. Oh, Makise Blande. Oh, Rikishe Matia. We come against that which has come against the church, that which has come against the body of Christ. Father, we, you said in your word that you become an enemy to our enemies. You are an adversary to our adversaries. That which would stop, that which would hinder, we bind you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, Lord, we thank you for windfall. We thank you for windfall. We thank you for the resources. We thank you for the finances. We thank you for the supply for your sons, the supply for your daughters, the supply for your ambassadors. Om Rekesamatea. Thank you, Lord, the windows of heaven, the windows of heaven. Opening, opening, open, open. A great, a great supply. A, a great supply. A great supply. So that they may bring their supply. A great supply of resource. So that they can bring their supply. Their supply of the Spirit. Uh, the imakotea. The impartation of the Spirit. Le pasore keshematia. Aha. Thank you for that supply. And thank you for their supply. Aha. Oh my. Oh my. My manike. Ah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Oh my. My, my, my. Thank you for that windfall. Hallelujah. Great windfall. Great and mighty is our God. Ah, Lord God. Thou has made the heavens and the earth by your great power. And we declare that there ain't nothing. There is nothing too difficult for thee. Woo, glory to God. Ha ha. Mm. Yeah. And there's an army. There's a new breed. There's a young, there's a young There are those in the younger generation. That you have kept, haha, and as soon deitea, and it's about they're about to be released, <laughs> like arrows, oh my, like arrows, flaming, flaming arrows, flaming arrows, mokota, oh, going to the ends of the earth, going to the ends of the earth, going to the ends of the earth, ho ho ho, glory to God. Preaching the gospel, and many shall come to the new birth. Ha ha. Mm. Yeah, coming, it's coming, it's coming together. It's coming together. Young men, young women. Mm. Ha ha ha. With the anointing. With the anointing. Oh, with the anointing, with the unction. That'll flow in the power of God. Not interested in being seen of man. Not interested in building up a ministry. But only interested, ha ha, in the plans and the purposes for God. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. Say it with me. It's coming. It's coming together. Ooh, it's coming together. It's coming together. Mm. Hallelujah. Ha, 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 ha. And you are kolobokalite ekalahaya. And you're one of them. And you're one of them. And you're one of them. And it's all coming together. Ha, ha, ha. No, the enemy can't stop what I have ordained from before the foundation of the earth for you all. So hold steady. Hold fast. Do what you know to do. But oh, saith the Lord, whoo, there's coming to you a divine flow, a divine flow. And so shall you walk in it. And so shall you abide in it. And the spirit of the Lord shall send you here and send you there. And there shall be much cause for rejoicing. For God shall get all of the glory for everything that is wrought, for everything that is done. Come on, let's lift our hands. Let's lift our voice. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Christina, you're one of them. You're one of the oracles. You're one of those. Ha, ha, ha. That shall speak forth the words of life. That shall sing forth the words of grace. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. Thank you for the supply. Thank you for the resource. Thank you for the direction. Ha, 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 ha. Glory, 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 glory. Yeah. And you're going to go again too. You know it. You're going to go again. Sir, you that have been going to the Philippines, you'll be going back. Hallelujah. You know it. You know it. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. You've got a supply. Woo, glory to God. <laughs> glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Denise, the future's bright, sweetheart. The future is bright. Good things in store. Hallelujah. Let's rejoice. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ha ha. Good things in store. Good and glorious things. Say it with me. Good and glorious things in store for the master stands at the door. He's coming soon. Soon and very soon. But yea, before he comes. There shall be an opening and there shall be a deluge of my presence and of my glory in this state and everywhere around the goodness of God shall abound. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ah, ha, ha. And so wonder not how shall these things be. Cast that aside. Don't even give it a second thought. How shall these things be? What you've learned tonight is have faith in me. Have faith in me. Have faith in my power. Know that I'm at work in you. I'm at work on you. And I'm at work among you. And so great shall be the harvest. For the Lord of the harvest stands at the door. <laughs> and in these days shall not be less and less and less. There's just going to be more and more and more. <laughs> Let's raise our hands and thank you.
Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Tom. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Say it with me about three times. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endureth forever. Two more times. For the Lord is good and His mercy One more time. For the Lord. Mm. Oh, my. I get this word, occupations. Ah, occupations and businesses. Business people. Businessmen, businesswomen. Pacasote. Ha, ha. Faith in the power of God will work for you in your place where you are in your occupation in your business and in your job so trust me call out to me oh and I'll do great and mighty things right where you're at right where you work hallelujah Hallelujah. Let's invite the power of God. Lord, we invite your power into our everyday lives, everyday lives, into our businesses. Trust Him. Have faith in Him. Acknowledge Him. And He's going to direct your paths. And He's going to make your way clear. Hallelujah. Ha ha. Glory to God. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.